Welcome to Show Up and Surrender. This is a podcast about life, the good, the bad, and everything that can happen in between. From those big life-changing events to something from your day-to-day routine. My name is Biddy. I'm a yoga teacher and I live in the Netherlands. I'm very excited to share the conversations that I have with you. How do you show up and surrender for yourself? Showing up by giving yourself what you need and surrendering to the current moment instead of always striving to be better or looking towards the future, I invite you to every now and then be in the here and now with me for just a moment. I hope this podcast will feel like you are sitting next to me at my kitchen table with your drink of choice, having a good conversation. Enjoy. Welcome, everyone. I am joined today by a very special guest, and you may have heard the episode that we recorded her with Ellie, as that's who's sitting next to me. Hello. Um, we recorded a really lovely episode with you in season one, and we talked a lot about rest. And you and I met through a mutual friend and a mutual training that we were doing, and we were uh, study buddies for a while. And... I love the friendship that grew out of that. And now for the very first time for the past few days, we've been spending time in person together because mm. you are staying with me for a little bit. And we thought it would be a great way to record the first few episodes because as most of you probably know, listening to episode this episode of season two is that the format of Show Up and Surrender changed a little bit. And we are now working with guests and a few regular co-hosts. Mm-hmm. And Ellie is one of my regular co-hosts. And I'm so excited that you said yes. And I'm really just blissfully smiling all the time that you're here. And now we get to record mm-hmm. this in the guest room on the bed that you're sleeping in. Yes. And it's just, it's really nice. It's nice and surreal, I think, in a way. Right? Yeah. yeah. And it's so interesting to see how those friendships that form online or that continue to evolve online, then we take them off the screen and then... Suddenly yeah. you're a whole person. Yes. yes. <laughs> and we can hug and we can touch each other. And yeah. you can look at each other in the eyes. And that's really... It's amazing. And that's, for me, one of those things because... We say it often, I think the internet gets a really bad rap in many, mm. many ways. Yes, but yeah. just 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 this. This mm-hmm. friendship that grew only because we had the option to yes. meet online because otherwise we would never would have met. No. And even more so within the past few years, I think people have spent a lot more time online. Yes. On Zoom. And in in the way that's a blessing and a curse. I mean that's first a curse for in many on many levels. But it's a blessing in others because then yeah. We spend more time online, so we spend more time with friends who we would maybe not spend so much time with otherwise. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then we had a few things that we wanted to talk about, but just mm-hmm. when we just sat down, we realized that your life has changed drastically mm-hmm. since the last <clears throat> episode. And I, <laughs> I almost forgot because I talked mm-hmm. to you about weekly, and I almost forgot that it's been so long since we recorded the episode. So would you like to tell us a little bit of what happened because you were living in Shanghai, Shanghai when we recorded yeah. the previous episode. Can, can you tell us about yes. some of the changes? Yes, absolutely. So, um, yeah, that was... So Shanghai, the adventure, ended in June last year, so about six months, seven months ago. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and that was kind of the natural way that things were supposed to go. And we decided to, so with Pablo, my husband, to go to uh, Sweden. Uh, that was a really long reflection before moving there. But um, so, yeah, life in China versus Sweden uh, was completely different. Um, I can imagine. Yeah. And at the end of the summer, I kind of had a realization. And I think in some way I got to a bit of a burnout. Not fully fledged, uh, I guess, thanks to my inner uh, time spent inside of myself, I guess. Mm -hmm. I could stop it. But um, after working for three and a half years um, as an entrepreneur, I decided to uh, look for a full-time job, the more typical jobs I think the more common jobs um and yeah so I started working for a company uh in January so a month and a half ago at the time of this recording mm -hmm. um and so that changed a lot as well and my day-to-day -day life and the way that I interact with people what I fill my days with um the routines that I have um yeah so, but that's the starting point, I would say, moving to Sweden and deciding yeah. to try something else work-wise at the moment. And it feels like a good decision for my mental health. It's been really, really good. Yeah. So. I, I find it so interesting because you would think that changing continents already would be enough of a change to deal mm -hmm. with. And then you decided to change more. Do you think it was easier to change more because things were changing already or I, was was it just a really necessary change for you to also change the job uh, yeah i think it's a few things but definitely this because in china i never i don't know maybe i wasn't ready for it i think it was just i think it had been in the back of my mind for a really long time but i think mm -hmm. i still had to go through some things, I guess. Or And in China, the pressures were a bit different because life in China was easier in Europe, or especially in Sweden, for example. Financially, life is it's more expensive. The situation changed between us where um, Pablo took some time off. Mm -hmm. So suddenly it was also trickier because I financially I had to be the more stable one in, in a way. And yeah. so... Um, I think so. those are the few things that led me to changing that. But I think it's always, I, I guess I'm a really, before I share things, there's always a lot going on in my brain and a yeah. lot of things um, behind the scenes in a way that I'm not always, that I'm happy keeping to myself because that's how I make decisions. I think it's easier when to shut the world outside. Yeah. Um, so I think it had been going on, the, the thinking had been going on for a long time because mentally it was getting really heavy. Um, I could tell that, I can tell now that having a routine and limiting my work to a specific role versus when you're an entrepreneur, there's this, there's just so much that you have to do, so, so you many have all hats. the roles. Yes, yeah. exactly. And I think that was really getting really difficult for me and... Um, yeah, I, I think earlier on the, I was learning still a lot mm -hmm. and there was a lot of pros to the situation. And then I think it's, I 
kind of got to a plateau in my learning and I realized, okay, maybe there's another path for me right now to learn in a different way. Yeah. And and so far, that's um, exactly what I'm getting. I'm really learning other things in and finding more focus, I think, in, in many ways. So I think it's such a beautiful way to show up for yourself as well mm. to be because it's a big change that you yeah. made and i i love how, when people surprise you and i <laughs> of all the things that you were going to tell me i thought uh taking on like basically a nine to five job let's call it that mm -hmm. even though it might be a little different but taking on a regular job was surprising to me at first but then your reasoning behind it and the more we talked about it it made so much sense because you you listened to yourself you listened to mm. what your emotions were telling you what your thoughts were telling you and also what your body was telling you yeah. i loved how you made that conscious choice and i want to talk about one thing you just said because it's it kept coming up in conversations lately which is really interesting that you said you processed it by yourself first you kept it for mm. yourself quite a lot of people in a short amount of time told me i had to make this decision by myself without the influence of others one of them was marcella she yes. said it in the in, yes. in the first episode of this yeah. season right before that another friend of mine who made a big life change she sold the company that she built and she's not sure what she'll do yet which mm. is a massive um decision that she made and she also said she she was thinking about it for so long before she talked to anyone and i she explained her reasoning to me and i loved that so much None of the people that you talk to for advice on this, because they will be probably either your close friends or your mentors, but your close friends are not the experts on the decision that you're making. Mm -hmm. Yes, they know this part of you, but they don't know the whole story. They don't know the impact of the life that you are leading, how it actually feels and how it is to live with that. You are the only expert yes. on you. Yeah. And... To, because Marcella said it really nicely as well, because she said, I know I'm surrounded by people who just want to support me. So if I say I, I'm thinking about quitting, then everyone will say, it's okay, you get to let it go. It's good if that's what you need to do. And she said, that's not what I needed to hear. Mm -hmm. And my other friend said, she knew that a lot of her friends would have said, don't sell your company because it's doing so well and you're so successful. It would be such a shame because you worked so hard. And those are all true things. But not the only thing. Yeah. And I think when you take the time to think about things by yourself, you actually have the space to think all the things and feel all the emotions. Yeah. Whereas as soon as you start sharing, it might be easier to just focus or zone in on that one aspect of the whole story. Is that yeah. why you keep it to yourself? Or do you have other... I don't know even if it is a conscious choice or not. Is it a conscious choice to keep it inside no it's not it's it's a very instinctive choice and it's always the way that i worked and sometimes my decisions can surprise people and it's i've heard that before and some yeah some people in my family i think would say that this is very typical of me that yeah. first i will spend a lot of time just thinking on my own and then i will come and i will explain and when they ask questions i know the answers to all these questions like why and what about this and what about that and i will have all the answers because i i spent some time thinking about this mm -hmm. um yeah maybe a self-protective self-protection uh, kind of thing i think um 
but I, I wanted to also touch on what you said about kind of the whole decision-making process and, and the way that people interact with how you think and when you share openly, maybe what you're sharing is also not, they don't hear the same thing. So there's a bit of miscommunication that ends up, you know, to a conversation that maybe that's not where you want to go or that's not exactly what you meant to say. And so that's where I think meaning gets a bit lost. And I had a conversation recently with a friend and she was making also really big decisions for herself, uh, moving to another continent and um, building a company in a different way. And she was saying that um, oftentimes when she shares her thinking, people will always say different things than she does because her choices are maybe not the most intuitive to other people. To She's mm -hmm. very um, original in the way that she thinks. And we talked about the fact that people will project onto you what they need, what they want, what they feel, um, maybe the expectations that they have for themselves. And that also creates a lot. If you're not strong in your stance, if you don't have a good level of self-knowledge, which that friend that I'm talking about, she really is good at, she knows what she, all these things about herself. Mm -hmm. um, and if she doesn't, she always takes the, goes the extra mile to, to find out. Um, but yeah, I think people will just um, see enough, what, something that you're sharing that you're not sure about and a decision that you want to make, they will see it as a way to, They will use their own brains. Of course. Right? Yeah. And so that's also why I think it's it's smart sometimes to keep things to yourself and to just think for yourself because yeah, no one else is the expert in you and and other people have other yeah, other priorities, other And also Fears, experiences yeah. as well, because mm -hmm. as soon as you speak your words, they're not no longer yours. When they take them in, mm -hmm. they listen to them with all the experiences they had, all yes. the pain that they have experienced, all the joy. Yes, they, like songs, right? right? Yeah. When we listen to songs, it's yeah, not, it's different for heart. everyone. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love to remind myself of that sometimes as well, because sometimes. People will say something and it can be hurtful or you can just completely not understand a person. Mm -hmm. And it's always a good reminder for me to just remember like, yeah, but you don't know, right? Mm -hmm. But that's also something that I then translate or I try to translate. It sounds like I'm so wise. I'm not that wise at all. But yeah. what I try to do when I talk <laughs> is to remember that what works for me will quite possibly not work for another person mm -hmm. even as much as we are alike because i think especially with friends you have a lot of things in common mm -hmm. right you all probably hold the same values mm -hmm. and probably love some of the thing, same things but that does not mean that what is true for me will be true for them yeah it's not we're not exact copies yeah and also sometimes it might be the right answer for a moment in time Absolutely. but in another moment like for me i can think about this choice of um, well, both moving to Sweden and switching jobs, both things might not have been the things that I needed and wanted, you know, two years ago. Yeah. I can definitely say that for the job. I would never, that wasn't something I wanted before. And now I, I wanted it and I needed it and I knew why I was looking for that. And, and I'm happy with that decision. Whereas 
and the fact that I also kept it to myself, I think that maybe in my environment, there are lots of entrepreneurs who would see this as failure. And because I could spend some time thinking on my own, then I don't see it as failure at all. And that is very, um, it's like kindness or like it, there's a softness in my brain just because I spent all the time to actually explain my decision before I made it. Mm-hmm then there's this kind of kindness instead of regret and failure and how the world would see something like that. Like, oh, but you quit. Like, you yeah. abandoned your project. And it's, it was so important to you. How come? And it's just different priorities. And I think, shift. I think we need to make you like the poster woman of show up and surrender because I think that's exactly mm. what, what well, the title means, touched. right? <laughs> Because it's showing up to what is present in the moment mm -hmm. and surrendering to what is in the moment and yeah. being able to make the tough choices to change your life quite drastically mm. just because you know that that is what you need at this moment. Yeah. And that doesn't take away from all the things that you've done before. It doesn't make them less good or less important. Mm -hmm. But this is what you need right now. And I think that's such a beautiful thing to do for yourself. Yeah. And sometimes to the outside world, that kind of showing up can seem very drastic. Mm -hmm. You say it's a drastic change. To me, it's not at all. Yeah. Because, for example, the thinking going to a country where nature is more accessible, where it's more quiet, where you don't get the adrenaline on a day-to-day -day basis. For me, I've been thinking about this for maybe... But at least six months before, and maybe even six months before we started talking about it with mm -hmm. Pablo, and then we started talking about it, and then six months later we made we we moved. Yeah. So for me, it's not drastic at all. Like I've been thinking about it for yeah. ages. So showing up sometimes is is that as well. It takes a while. Taking time to yeah, taking time yeah. to understand what it is that you're actually looking for. Yeah. And what does your questioning mean, and what's hiding behind it? So. Yeah. So how has it been? Because now you started a, a new mm -hmm. chapter in your life. How has it been so far? It's been really good. It's been really what I need and what has helped me lower the level of um, overwhelm that I was experiencing in, in life, I think. Mm -hmm. um, I'm really, I think I mentioned that before in the past podcast that overwhelm is really a, an emotion that I struggle with a lot. Yeah. And when my environment is very stimulating, then that really doesn't help. And so now I feel more, yeah, in general, I sleep better. I feel more that it's easier for me to navigate surprises that, mm -hmm. you know, you get in life, everyday life. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah, when I was in Shanghai, I think sometimes when I would have a feel overwhelmed, it would take me days to kind of calm down and go back to a state where, okay, everything is okay, it's going to be okay, and I really feel it, not just intellectually understand yeah. it. Whereas now, I every one, if I feel overwhelmed, I just go to the meadow forest next to my house, and in half an hour, an hour, maybe an afternoon max, then I'm okay again. Yeah. And I get to that ground level of, okay, this is okay. I, I'm good and I'm okay and I can continue. So um, 
so for this it's it's been a really 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 great um positive change um yeah i'm so glad mm. it shows as well because yeah. yeah you just you you look both calm and happy which is a beautiful combination We had another topic that we also wanted to talk about, but I think we should save it for the next episode. Yes, for sure. Actually, because yeah. I just love where this conversation ended up going. Mm-hmm. Um, we will put the link to the first episode with Ellie in the description, just in case you missed it. You might be curious now to mm-hmm. listen to that one as yes. well. And Ellie will be back regularly. So thank you yes. so much for joining us. Thank you. I'm really happy and excited. And it's so fun to actually be sitting together and not behind the screen. Yes. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Show Up and Surrender. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information about the podcast and about our guests, go to showupandsurrender.com. On our tips page there, you can also find links to anything that we may have mentioned and ways to connect to our guests. We'll be back soon with another episode of Show Up and Surrender. I hope you'll join us.